everybody. It's your favorite B-movie pusher, Gavin, here. It's been a tough few last years, and we are finally getting back to being on track, I guess. We're raging through a pandemic right now. Our country is in absolute shambles. We have a big old Cheeto on the way out the door, but not to be too political. Wanted to take this time to maybe bring a little joy to everybody, so... I finally got my computer back up and running. I ripped open my laptop and sucked all the files out of that. So, upon doing that, I found nine brand new, or new-to-you episodes that were recorded, never edited, and I'll be putting out over the next few weeks. So, take your time, sit back, enjoy, and, you know, like, subscribe, all that crap. Have fun. Alright. Bye. Attention listeners, the MFAB podcast features adult language and numerous spoilers. Listener discretion advised. Today on the MFAB podcast, we watch 2006's 16 Blocks and 2003's House of a Thousand Corpses. So grab some cake and fuck you, fuck your mom, and fuck your sister. And enjoy the show. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another awesome edition other movies for me to be podcast better known as the mfab podcast as always i'm aaron and i'm gavin and we are super generic as always too oh yes you are (laughs) (laughs) gotta make make it stable it's stable okay stable yeah that's the word some people are gonna know when they hear it hey i'm listening to the mfab hey did i hear this episode before (laughs) (laughs) no let's keep listening and find out you know i think 34 times already i've heard this episode (laughs) So up for today, got a couple, couple basic movies. Nothing yeah. spectacular, but uh, I don't know. Maybe if you listeners might find them spectacular, but yeah, mine was picked randomly. Mine too, actually. I don't know why. I just wanted to watch this one. Which one? The one that I picked. Which which movie did you pick? This it's first one I... here. Oh oh oh! oh, oh, oh see, yeah, there oh, we go. You're trying to do a segue. I yeah, got it. see, you ruined it horribly. Oh, damn. <laughs> I'm trying to make stuff smooth oh. and flow, but no, <laughs> no, we don't do that here. <laughs> nope. Anyways, before I ruin Gavin's awesome segue there, sorry, bud. That's okay. <laughs> it was already ruined. My pick and the first movie for the day is 2006's 16 Blocks, All uh, right. directed by Richard Donner, starring Bruce Willis, Mose Def, and David Morse. Dick Donner. Dick Donner. <laughs> How did I not think of that? It's a great porn name. It is. Kind of a serial killer porn name. Probably. Like he mm. chops off the dicks and then dons them as like a mask or something. Yeah, I just Dick relate. Donner. I mean, Donner with Dahmer and... That too. They kind of mix. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't thinking about dicks like you apparently. <laughs> Always thinking about dicks. No. Not even close. So anything you uh, know about this movie before you watch it at all? Um, actually, I went into this blind. I knew most Def was in it. Yeah. And that was I it? knew Bruce Willis was in it, playing a cop. Nah. So, uh, did you know it was a movie? Yes, yes. I had heard the name before <laughs> once, once or twice. Yeah, once or twice. So, yeah, I, I watched this like shortly after it came out. So when I was younger, and I loved it. And uh, well, we'll find out if I still love it. All right, all right. Let's get into it. Then. Yeah, let's get into it. Uh, this movie starts off with some shots of like a standoff, sort of. 
And yeah, well, it like starts a, off with Bruce's last will and testament. Yeah, you hear tape recording over some shots of a standoff, and then, boom, we get our title. Right off the bat there, which is pretty nice. No waiting fucking 17 minutes, like fucking Departed. Yeah, but the Departed was good. Yeah, this is, it was. <laughs> so. Touche. So. Next scene, there's a, a raid at an apartment. Yeah, we kind of cut to a drug bust right away. Yep. Um, and we meet uh, Bruce Willis. Jack, Jack. Mosley. Jack Mosley. Jack Mosley? Mos- Mosley. I don't even remember his last name. He's just Jack. I watched um, this like a week ago, so. Yeah, me it's too. It's not fresh in my brain right now. His name's Jack. Yeah. So. But he just kind of shows up and they're like, oh, we need somebody to stay before uh, the yeah, you gotta beat cops get here. Hang out and like watch the crime scene like a douche. Yep. So he does what any cop does and, you know, kicks back and cracks open a bottle. Yep, raids the fridge, <laughs> totally fucks up any evidence that could have been there. Yeah. And just chills until the actual cops Starts come. drinking. Yep. Because he's an alcoholic, pretty much. Yes, yes. It's very um, clear very early on that he is a hardcore alcoholic yeah. in this movie. So he eventually does get relieved from there, and he goes back to the station. And as he's trying to leave, tired, drunk, whatever he is. Probably a little both, I'm yeah. guessing. Lieutenant, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Yeah. <laughs> Lieutenant comes and grabs him and says, hey, I need you to do this. I need you to transport this dude. And he is fucking not having it. He's like, no. no. He's like, I am feeling like shit. Normally I'd say yes, but, you know. Hmm. The, the hangover's starting to kick in. Yeah. <laughs> I really need to get home and drink more. <laughs> Can I have a shot before I go at least? <laughs> Did he pop? I can't remember if he drank out of the flask before while he was going down the stairs. Before the uh, lieutenant came out. He might. Well, we got to his desk and the bottle on his desk was empty. Oh, yeah. yeah That's so why I want like, to go home. Fuck. He's like, I'm going to go home. <laughs> fuck this. But right off the bat, we get our mention of the title. And the cop's like, all you got to do is take this guy. 16 blocks. 16 blocks. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's kind of forced into doing it. So before he goes to meet this guy, we see some like assassin looking motherfuckers getting ready. Just a shot outside the building. We see a couple guys like loading up guns. Whatever. And then we go no. back to Jack, and he's down at the lockup or whatever, and we meet Eddie, the prisoner that he's going most to. Most deaf. Yep, most deaf. Who actually goes by Yasin Bay now. Yeah, I just called he's him like most, most throughout this entire thing. Most. And that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I guess he's like Muslim now, so mm-hmm. he doesn't go by most deaf anymore. He must have got his hearing back. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's not deaf this, Wow, this is the first Bruce Willis <laughs> movie we've had. Which is surprising because but, there's a lot of decent Bruce Willis movies. Yeah, but this is the second most deaf movie we've done. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> He's not that accomplished of an actor. No, I just that and just hit me. In this movie, I cannot understand half of the shit that is coming out of his mouth. Oh no, he is just a fucking rambler. He is mumble talking. I thought he was retarded time. at first <laughs> through this movie, but yeah, he like he. He obviously changed his voice a little bit, but yeah, he just, just won't shut up the entire movie. Yeah, and um, it just all slurs together. Yeah, but he picks Eddie up, and he's freaking out because he, he needs his notebook. He's got this notebook that he can't let go of. And um, his three-piece suit for yeah. his court date. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to wait for it, but nope. they're not doing that. We got to go. And he t- talks about this riddle, too, which we hear throughout the movie, too. Yeah. Um, it's your classic train track one. Are you no. driving? You're driving through a storm and a hurricane, yeah, and you yeah. stop at a stop sign. And at the stop sign are your best friend, this really old lady who's just who's sick and dying, and the girl of your dreams. And which you only got room in the car for one person. Mm. Well, who do you pick? I turn the train tracks to run them all down. 
<laughs> Fuck you guys. Multi-track drifting, kill everybody. <laughs> so we hear that throughout the movie, and then we'll uh, maybe we'll answer that towards the yeah, end. Yeah, I, I, so. I couldn't understand half the riddle when he was saying it. Yeah. I kind of picked it up at the end, but... He mentioned... I he, know it has nothing to do with train tracks. I no. just always think of that classic, like, oh, you go down this track, and there's, right. like, a group of people, and you go down this track, and it's one, you know, pregnant Baby. mother yeah, or something. Yeah. <laughs> What do you do? Yeah. Anyway, multi-track draft. <laughs> we'll take them all out. So yeah, he uh, takes them out, throws them in the car, starts driving the 16 blocks he needs to go. But of course, he's got to make a stop for some booze first. Yep, go to the liquor store. Yep. As he's in there, fucking assassin guy that we saw a couple minutes prior starts knocking on the window for Eddie, and uh, we hear a gunshot go off because he points a gun at Eddie, yeah. and we think, oh fuck. Well, that was a quick movie. Yeah. Game over. (laughs) Nope, that's not what it was. Jack somehow came out in just the nick of time and took out this assassin guy. Like, shot him. Real nice shot, too. Yeah. Like, straight through the fucking forehead. Yeah. And then they do something stupid. They ditch the car. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't just jump back in and, like, start flooring it. The car's perfectly fine. Well, like, they probably couldn't move very far, either. True. Traffic was shitty. Where I'm assuming this is like New York. Yeah, or this is New York. Oh yeah, this is New York. But they ditch the car and just start running through the alleys and shit. They end up heading to a car park, and of course, then a bar, because yeah. he dropped his <laughs> bottle of booze as he left the store. Yeah. So. But he knows where the nearest bar is. Yeah. So that's why they ditch the car. Yeah. It's like let's just go to this bar and start drinking. Yeah. It'll be yeah. fine. We'll be good. We'll be safe <laughs> here. So. I'm starting to shake a little. Yep. <laughs> so they get to the bar. They kick everybody out. And uh, he places a call saying we're, like, kind of pinned down. We need some help. So this other detective shows up, Detective Frank. Uh, can't think of his last name, but we'll just yeah, call just him Frank. Frank. Uh, played by David Morse. Um, he comes in to help Jack and Eddie. Um, he's like, it's okay, Jack. Him and Jack go way back. They were, like, partners. Or yeah. Whatever. He's like, we'll take Eddie from here. You can tell, like, at this point that they're dirty. Yeah. Something's like, going on here. Even before shit starts to happen, you can tell they got, like shady intentions yeah um and we quickly learn that eddie is supposed to testify against a cop yeah and which cop would that be <laughs> well we don't know there's this one they say one guy he saw this one guy uh what's changing money or kill a puerto rican dude or something or yeah i'm sure something something that he wasn't supposed to do because you know cops are always good people. wait cops aren't supposed to kill puerto rican no they're not exchange money nope. <laughs> no never would have known um so Frank and his cop buddies didn't want Eddie to make it there, obviously. So they try and kill Eddie, but Jack is like, had enough. Jack's like, no, I need yeah. to get this guy to the courthouse. Like he pulls a gun on his former partners. Yep. And uh, standoffishly walks out. As soon as he gets outside, they fucking take off. Yeah, they're trying to break down the door right away. Which, if he had a gun and he was pointing at you and they slowly back out the door, why would you kick the door open? Or try to? Because you know that gun could be pointed right there. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I know he wasn't going to kill him, and they probably knew that too, but that seems like a bad idea. Maybe yeah. wait a minute or two, or go around the other back or something. Or go out the first door you came in. Yeah. Just they came in the front door. Why don't you just race out the front door and meet him yeah. in the back alleyway? A lot of nothing. Some a lot of peep, stupid people in this movie. Oh, yeah. So they end up going to what you think at first is Jack's apartment, but it turns out to be some girl's apartment. Yeah. And you think it's his wife's or ex or something? Ex or girlfriend. Yeah. Or... But uh, anyway, there's some guns there. So Jack kind of armors up a little bit. Yeah. And this is where uh, 
one of the cops that Eddie's supposed to testify against. I called him Mustachio, Fat Mustachio Dude. Yeah, it's Angel from Dexter. Oh. Detective Angel. Oh, okay. Yeah. He plays Taurus in this movie, I think. Yeah, that's what I know him from. Mustachio shows up. Jack catches him and, like, handcuffs him to the banister or something. Yeah, they pulled the old, uh, you go stand in the corner and act like you're talking to me. Yeah. And when he comes in, because I know he's coming in for some reason. Yeah. How? Yeah. Don't know. As as Eddie and Jack just kind of book it out of there. Oh, no, yeah. Eddie, no, this is Eddie, when he runs off, yeah. Yeah, Eddie tries running off by himself, but uh, Jack catches him in the subway. Yeah. Um, Which, uh, he get <laughs> what, most gets help from like a cop yeah. that like doesn't know shit about what's going on apparently right. he's trying to get through the subway gates and he's asking people hey can you just swipe me through swipe me through and this cop's standing there the whole fucking time yeah like what the fuck's this guy doing and he sees he's eyeballing him Eddie tries to leave and the cop's like hey come on you can come through can this come way through. cause that cop was black I'm a bad cop <laughs> no I bet it was the whole brotherhood thing oh come on it's a bunch of white it's not cops all about race him. man <laughs> It's not Think all about, about it, though. Think about it, though. Is that like an underlying like tone that they put in there? Maybe for a racist. There's a bunch of white <laughs> cops that want to kill this guy, and the black cop helps him. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna touch this. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm just saying. Think about it a little bit. I but don't see skin color like you do. I don't either. <laughs> I'm just looking at it from a different perspective. I just assume it's all about race. He's like, I got you, brother. Let's go. You can, you can go through. You know. No. Okay. Never it know. could be. It, it could know. have been. It, yeah. it was interesting that they put it like that, you know. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe yeah. it was just casting. Maybe. Coincidence. Or yeah. it was or it was planned. Who knows? Um, but anyways, they get onto the subway. Frank and his goons or whatever are on their trail because Another. Jack took fucking Mustachio's phone. Yeah, which was like, if you're a cop, why would you do that? You gotta know they're gonna trace it. Well, because he probably didn't want him calling anybody else. So well, yeah. still, then you break the cell phone. You don't take it with you so they have a constant beat on where the fuck you are so like i said there's a lot of stupid shit in this movie people do and then we find out what's in eddie's notebook that he cares about so much um it's his business plan yeah he's gonna open a bakery cake shop specializing cakes because he's good at making cakes yep Yep. because everybody everybody loves cake he's good at mumbling not making (laughs) sense and making cakes yeah (laughs) um they end up getting trapped in chinatown and they head up to a roof um, somehow there's a fucking cop up there that shoots uh, Jack's hand on the roof. Oh, yeah. I do yeah. remember that. Like, like, how does he know that he's up there? I have no... I guess you just send him everywhere, but... I guess. They have to head to the underground sweatshop area of Chinatown. <laughs> where, like, every store is connected. Yeah. And like, they all have a sweatshop in the basement, pretty apparently. Pretty much. I mean, I, I hate to call it that, but everybody was. Oh no, that was totally a sweatshop. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> there's no doubt about it. Yeah, Frank and his guys end up finding them down there. There's a little like tension building scene where they just kind of get trapped in an elevator. Yeah, it's kind there. of a shootout. Sort of. Frank yeah. just kind of tries to like you know talk him down eventually. Talk him, yeah. Once again, they escape. Like this whole movie is a lot of just running, running and know? escaping, and narrowly getting out. They race up to this apartment building in Chinatown. Some old dude helps him into his apartment. Yeah, which, who would do that? I And, like you said, a lot of stupid people. But yeah, and even the old guy even said, he's like, I never open my door for anybody. But you guys, I don't know why. I don't know. Something, something <laughs> about you two. I got a good feeling. Yeah. Just um, lets him in, and they just take over this dude's fucking house. Yeah. Like a total douchebag. Yeah, it's this old, like, you know, kung fu master guy. Yeah, and they're know? digging through his shit and fucking yeah. taking they whatever take they want. A piece, they take his clothes, too, yeah. right? Yeah, Yeah. they're like, yeah, why don't you wear this? Oh, this old guy wouldn't even wear this. 
So actually, it's his shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why don't you let him? Yeah. Uh. Um, Jack ends up calling and sending for help. They made a fucking. I have written down. Ha, Yu-Gi-Oh. They made a fucking reference to like. Did they? Yeah. Because they made. They were talking that. about cakes or whatever. Oh, the Yu-Gi-Oh cake. Yeah. yeah. It's like she's like, yeah, man, Yu-Gi-Oh. You heard Yu-Gi-Oh, Jack? Man, Shit, kids go crazy for Yu-Gi-Oh nowadays. And it was more like. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. I was like, oh my god, is that shit even still relevant nowadays? I think so. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know, kids and their Maybe. STDs. We're going to fucking hashtag Yu-Gi-Oh when we post this link and just watch a bunch of fucking shit-ass kids trash on us. Yeah, that sounds Yu-Gi-Oh like a bad... Rocks. Okay, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Get a bunch of kids listening to us foul-mouthed motherfuckers. Yeah. That's a horrible idea. <laughs> if you're a child, don't listen to us. Please. Or fucking kids who were into this in 2006 who are now like my age and your age. Uh-huh. I'm like, shut up, Yu-Gi-Oh! still awesome. <laughs> you go, Yu-Gi-Oh! will never die. <laughs> they swig of their Mountain Dew. <laughs> Code Red. Yes. <laughs> oh, I had a fucking Mountain Dew this morning. They combined the flavors of Code Red, Whiteout, and Voltage. I've never had any one of those. You never had Code Red? I I was big into soda for a little while, but then I stopped drinking it altogether. You've never tried Code Red, though? Not once? No. I've never liked Cherry, though. Me neither, but Code Red is the bomb, dude. That's cherry flavored, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Dude, I'm <laughs> serious. Just, like, take a shot of it one day. Yeah, I don't drink soda. <laughs> just, just a shot. It's not going to hurt. It'll taste like shit, probably, though. It'll taste better than this crappy new flavor that they have. Yeah. So. I'm guessing. I'm guessing it's all crap. So. Yeah, I didn't care for it. But I was yeah. like, this made me think of that. Didn't you just have Surge for the first time in, like, so many years yeah, recently? Yeah, it was shit. <laughs> yeah. This was not when I remembered it. Yeah. I can imagine. Maybe I should just stop drinking soda altogether. Maybe. I can't give up Coke, though, man. Love me my Coke. Yeah, well, I like Coke, too, but I hate soda. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back to the story at hand here. I don't um, do Coke, by the way. Me neither. Coca-Cola. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> Anyways, we see Frank and his guys yeah, closing in on an apartment because they have the GPS or whatever, or they figure they kind of tap the phone lines or whatever. Yeah. And you're thinking that they're going to bust into this apartment where Jack and Eddie are, and they end up busting into the wrong apartment. Well, didn't... Yeah, he called up for help, right? Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm a little out of it. He called up and told them where they were at, but I think he gave them the wrong floor. Yeah, or the wrong apartment. Yeah. Or both. One of the two. Well, both. It's going to be... If it's the wrong floor, it's the wrong apartment, so... (laughs) Yeah, I guess. But Jack and Eddie run into Frank as he, like, tries to run up to the next floor to catch him. And then, like I said, Eddie took that shirt, so they end up getting out of there again, escaping yeah. Frank. Like, Frank has him in there, in his fucking grips, like, fucking 50 times. But he's what we call a bad cop. Yeah. In more way than one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's not good at his job. Yeah. He's also <laughs> shitty at being a cop. Yeah. <laughs> they hop. They end up hopping on this bus and pretty much just fucking hijack it. And yeah. And wrote down, oh, yeah, speed three. <laughs> <laughs> Except... Fucking like the two cops after him, fucking blow out the goddamn tires. Yeah, and cause like this somebody to just wreck into like this construction zone or whatever. But, right, because there wasn't a speed three, right? There's just speed one and speed two. Yeah. Okay. There's a uh, first speed and then the boat one. The boat one. There wasn't like cruise one. control. Speed <laughs> two cruise control. <laughs> There's never one after that, right? I don't think so. Oh. Maybe. I know, that just... is a possibility. Reminded me of speed. I know if there was, it didn't have Keanu Reeves or Sandra Bullock. No, 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 it didn't. No, it didn't. 
Oh, and this this was at when they got on the bus. I wrote this down because there's always that one asshole that just screams as loud as possible. He's got a gun. <laughs> yeah. Didn't Everybody he, panic. Yeah. They like didn't even stop to think. Okay, maybe this guy's a cop. You know. Yeah. Didn't think he about didn't, anything. Just screamed out at the top of his fucking yeah, lungs. He's like just quietly reading his newspaper. Looks up. And, oh, there's a gun. He's got a gun. <laughs> And I'm going to go back to the sports page, you know? Yeah. It was Fucking just, moron. There's always that one guy, though. There's always that, that one That's guy. always bothered me. It's like, make everybody panic real quick, especially <laughs> in a tight, closed-in place. <laughs> and now he's, you know, on edge and going to start shooting right. everybody. <laughs> like, he didn't point the gun at anybody. Yeah, he was just kind of holding it holding nonchalantly. It, yeah, just saying, um, he was trying to get the bus driver to do to yeah. what he wanted. He wasn't holding it against anyone. No. There's always that one guy, but his name's Steve. Sounds like a Steve. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> fucking Steve. <laughs> fucking Steve. <laughs> but anyways, the bus crashes. Jack uh, pretty much takes these civilians hostage. Has them block the windows with the newspapers and shit, yeah. so nobody can see Smart. inside. Um, Eddie's got to be at the courthouse by what ten? And it's now nine nineteen. Yeah. Otherwise, I the jury just the case just goes kaput or something. Yeah, some weird thing happens. Yeah. Like he's got to be there to testify, otherwise the case just folds or whatever. So. Yeah, because after that time, it won't matter. I guess. Which makes absolutely no fucking no, sense. I mean, really. loophole bullshit, but... Yeah. The SWAT team come gets called in to surround the bus. Eddie tries to just keep everybody calm. He starts talking to some of the passengers. There's a little girl on there he starts talking to, shows him his business plans. Um, He tells everybody it's his birthday. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like, oh... That's cool. Poor guy's trapped on a bus. Yeah. Getting shot at on his birthday. He's gonna die. Poor bastard. Anyways, Jack uh, makes some demands with the cops out there. Uh, the cops are getting ready to breach the bus. Yeah, they're not gonna wait for him. They're no. pretty much just gonna bust in yeah. and kill him. The door opens right before they're about to breach it, and the passengers just come out one by one, and they just kind of scatter. Yeah, which, and that doesn't happen. No. But, uh... Like Eddie. Everybody go in different directions. Scatter! Scatter! <laughs> Eddie uh, sneaks out with them. Like, they get somebody to give him his jacket and glasses yeah. or whatever. Gets his three-piece suit, finally. Yep. Yeah. And clearly the cops had no fucking clue who Eddie was or what they were yeah, looking what for. Yeah, for. Because he's not that hard to miss. But I love how, like, immediately the hostages, like, sell him out. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. within seconds, we'll they're like, that. oh, no, he didn't come out. Yeah. He switched suits with another guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we just they hear the cops over talk over over talking and they're just like, Oh no, he he's he's <laughs> yeah. gone. There's only the one cop on there yeah. now. He's Let me put a keybosh on, on this now. real quick. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think you said he was hungry, he was gonna go get a turkey sandwich from the gas yeah. station. You might want to check there and I'm like you he walked, fucking He walked that way forty five steps before I lost sight of him, so <laughs> yeah. he's that way. Like, he was nice as fuck to you. Yeah. Like, you fuckers. It just goes to show all New Yorkers are assholes. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. think Chicago ones are trash people? They're like Fucking Chicago New Yorkers people. are fucking even worse. I got nothing against New York. Anybody want to fight me on that? Bring it. Are you going to bring all your trashy Chicago Hell people yeah. with you? Hell yeah. Murder capital of the world. We'll pop some fucking asses, man. That's not anything to be proud of. <laughs> In this situation. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Who's better yeah. at killing? <laughs> New York used to be like a post-apocalyptic used wasteland. Used to. I'm sure they can still hold up their own. <laughs> Chicago second city no more. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Let's see, Eddie... Uh, this is when Jack starts his living will, right? Yeah, he grabs a recorder and starts, you know, saying... I thought the movie was going to end. Right like, here. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought this was it. But yep. No, not Ooh. even close. As Jack's talking and saying shit, uh, 
Eddie comes roaring into the middle of everything. Yeah. He's like, don't shoot, don't shoot. And I'm like, what are you doing, you moron? Yeah, They're you the, were, they want to kill you. you They're going to shoot you. You were good to go. You yeah. could have been at the courthouse yeah. while all of them were sitting here. You could have fled to Mexico by now, man. But no, he comes out and he's telling everybody, don't shoot. And I'm like, are you a moron? These cops want to kill you. Yeah. Oh, it just kind of like, I didn't get, I didn't get me how like one of them like didn't just be like, look uh, around and be like, Oops. Oh, who <laughs> shot him? Yeah. Come on, guys. He said hey, don't shoot. Guys. What the Come hell? On. Serious. <laughs> so, um, he ends up going back onto the Johnson. bus. That was Johnson. I swear to God, his own pulls through. <laughs> Eddie ends up going back onto the bus, and he starts telling Jack. Jack's, you know, pretty much thinks, oh, I can't change. I'm a, sure, I'm a terrible person. Yeah, I'm a this bad is, guy, too. This is where my life ends, whatever. And he starts telling him about, you know, Chuck Berry and... Barry White and how they had rough goals and early on and they changed their life around. He's like, people can change, Jack. People can change. That was pretty much the theme of this whole movie. Yeah. Is that people can change. Yeah. Uh, the bus starts up all of a sudden. The SWAT team throws some fucking flashbangs in there and the bus gets, goes on the... Yeah, just fucking battering rams its way yep. down an alley. And they get stuck in an alley. Um, SWAT team enters, but somehow Jack and Eddie got out. Which I don't get because it was literally building on both sides of it. There was a door right where the bus opened. Oh, yeah, door that's was. right, yeah. Conveniently. Like just the most fucking luck in the world. <laughs> yeah. But uh, as Jack and Eddie are running through the uh, you know uh, busy streets or whatever, uh, we realize Eddie got shot. Yeah, most got shot. Yeah. He took a shot in the side. Jack makes a call. Ambulance shows up to help. Yep. You think it's his ex or his girlfriend, but it's not. His sister. Oh yeah. Because you're at first. You see the she's the one who was in the pictures at the apartment yep. earlier. So it was his sister's apartment. Yeah. He never, which is weird because he talks about like Diane or something like it's his ex-wife or something, and then you're like, oh, this must be that chick he's talking about. Yeah. No, it's something totally different. We never find out who the fuck he was talking about. Yeah, I have so, no fucking clue. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we also find out it's not really Eddie's birthday. He just kind of said that. So. Yeah, why not? Because um, he doesn't know it actually. He must have been like an orphan or something. Well, Maybe. so they get Eddie fixed up, stitched up, whatever, and Jack and Eddie switch ambulances because Frank yeah there was kind of runs into his sister's ambulance. Yeah, and they she, make it look like they're gonna get busted. Yeah, and they pull over the ambulance, and it's his sister in there, and fucking they're not in the back. Nope. So they have a decoy ambulance. Yeah. So somewhere they show they never even show the switch either. No. So I was like, what the fuck? How how? So little fail there. But we find out after this, these cops Eddie was supposed to testify against. Jack was one of them. Yeah. He's a crooked cop himself. Yeah, you motherfucker. But, I mean, he's been doing the good thing the whole time, the right yeah. thing the whole time. Right. So oh. he, 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 know, he knows. He's changed, and he doesn't even know it. Oh, my God. <sighs> <laughs> so he tells Eddie, he's like, you're not going to make it to the courthouse. You're going to leave. But he answers his riddle. Supposedly. Yeah, he says something yeah. real quick. He says, the, the answer to your riddle, the three people, you're supposed to give the key, car keys to your best friend, let him take the car with the old lady, and you, you stay, stay with, with the, the girl, girl of your dreams, because if it's the girl of your dreams, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. So, and then uh, Eddie's all like, yeah, Jack, Jack Mosley, man, yeah, you got it, <laughs> man, yeah. He gets this big-ass smile on his face. And he kind of takes off. And then Jack and Frank have a showdown in this parking garage. Um... Jack says he had to let Eddie go so he can testify against himself. Yeah. And he basically just gets Frank to just fucking blab 
yeah. all over the place. Well, uh, he's like, you're not going to make it through pretty much. No. Nope. Um, Which, why didn't he just shoot him right there? Right. Just take him out. Nobody's around. Nobody's going to know. Yeah, I don't know why he didn't, though. Was he's there like, a reason? Uh, I don't think so. Remember, there's a lot of stupid shit in this movie. He just lets him get in the elevator and go up. Yep. Yeah. And I, lets him go. I do not understand why that happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, Frank ends up giving the mustachio cop in order to kill Jack if he sees if he runs into him. So Jack makes it to the courthouse. He heads to the courtroom. The cops surround him. And he's like, I need fucking this attorney or whatever. Yeah, Get the her DA down that there. he's been yeah. talking to throughout the movie. She comes down and he tells him, all, oh, I've got all this evidence. I'm going to testify, whatever. Turns out Jack had that little recorder that he was recording his will and testament on. Yeah. He was recording everything Frank said. Yeah. So he's got Frank. Gotcha. Gotcha, bitch. And as this is happening, they got a sniper up on the thing. Yep. Who, uh... And fucking Steve turns into Mustachio yeah. Cap. <laughs> yeah. Comes out of nowhere. He's got a gun! <laughs> and fucking Sniper takes out... Uh, the bad cop and not... Not Jack, so... Yeah. Jack must obviously testify, did some time, because we catch up a couple years later. Yep. Jack just getting out of prison. And it's his birthday. It's his birthday. And he gets a package in the mail. It's a cake! It's a cake <laughs> from Eddie! I wish it would have been a Yu-Gi-Oh cake. It <laughs> <laughs> should have been. But Eddie obviously sends him a picture of his business out in Seattle or whatever. His cake shop's doing good. He, had, What did he name it? It's like Jack and Eddie's Jack Cakes and Eddie, or whatever. Yeah. I know it had both their names in it. Yeah, it was something... Some, I'm pretty nice, sure it was like nice Eddie cool and Jack's name. or yeah. Jack and Eddie. Jack and Eddie's, yeah. but uh, give him a cake and, you know, everybody's all happy. Yeah. Good ending. The end. Da, 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 da. That's 16 blocks. They, made it. They, is, made, it. they made it the 16 blocks. They did make it the 16 yeah. blocks, although we don't know where most Def went after that. He went to Seattle. Well, yeah. To be with his sister. I, I, he didn't just appear in Seattle, though. No. They didn't show him escaping or anything. Yeah. Because he was... See, because that's what's bullshit. He should have never made it there because in order to get his freedom, he had to testify. Yeah. I kind of wonder about that, too. How did oh, he get oh, a business loan if fucking... <laughs> well, well, remember, because Jack said, I want... I'll, here's the evidence. I want Edward Bunker's record exposed. Oh, yeah. That's right. Okay. So. That makes sense, I guess. But yeah. That'll do it for that movie. Yeah. So, take her away, man. I guess I'll go on this one. Um, <clears throat> this didn't hold my interest as much as I was hoping. Hmm. I was expecting a lot more action, and... I guess it just didn't follow through for Mm. me. I mean, Bruce Willis obviously plays a cop. So, I mean, Mm. it's Because he's never done that before. (laughs) (laughs) It feels like this was another, like, diehard script that didn't get turned (laughs) into diehard. It probably was. They were like, okay, well, let's just not call it diehard to have the same guy, you know? Let's put him in a suit, give him a goatee. He's an alcoholic now. Yeah. (laughs) He's had a rough time. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it felt like he was John McClane, and this was, like... A knockoff version of like a Die Hard movie. Die Hard 17. Yeah. <laughs> or um, Die Hard 16. Ah. Ah, 16 nah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a second there. But uh, yeah, the between that and trying to understand most deaf most of the time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want to throw an accent on, that's fine. Just make it understandable, you know? Sure. Maybe it was just me. Uh, maybe I, I don't know fucking annoying mm. <laughs> um i was teetering on a five or a six for this and i think i'm gonna go a six because well shit now i'm thinking about it even more right yeah fucking i'm gonna do a five I'm, okay this is gonna be a five for me it's it's not bad but i wouldn't really recommend it right i guess okay fair enough um 
So six for you or five for you. Five. Um, yeah. I, I I'm actually, I didn't even write down a rating for this. I was just gonna let my talking do it, determine a rating, and I'm actually gonna be right there with you with the five. Uh-huh. Um, the acting in this wasn't bad. Um, yes, most def could have been a little more coherent. Yeah. Um, but there was a lot of shit in here that they just never got to explaining or didn't make sense why they did it one way. Yeah. Um, a lot of holes in the story, especially the ambulance shit pissed me off. Like, how did they switch ambulances? I don't show it or anything. It just happened. Yeah. And the same shit with him talking about this other random chick. Like, okay, who the fuck were you talking about? You never alluded to that, you know? Yeah. Um, in a two hour movie, you had time for fucking subplots and you, you just couldn't do it. Yeah. So. And the soundtrack was non-existent. Yeah, non-existent. So, um, but it's not a terrible movie. I mean, if you're just looking for something to throw on, you know. It, it is. It does have a lot of high tension moments too. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it I'm gonna, really does not hold attention though. No, like yeah. like like I said, I watched this a long time ago. I did like it back then. Getting older, though, it just didn't hold up. So yeah, I'm gonna settle on a five too, and we're gonna be fucking even on this. Yeah. So, let's see what uh, the interwebs gave it. Uh, IMDb gave it a six point six out of ten. They're a little nicer. Okay. And Rotten Tomatoes, Tomato Meter got a fifty six percent splat. And yeah. audience score fifty seven percent. So Yeah, wow. Yeah. So right around the middle there. Yeah. But yeah, we do have a couple bits of trivia for you on it. Throughout the whole movie, Bruce Willis's character Jack has this limp. He kinda was limping. Yeah, they ever explained that either. Yeah, nope, they never explained <laughs> that either. There's another thing. Yeah. Um but in order to make this limp look real realistic, Bruce Willis put a pebble in his shoe the entire well, the entire time when they were shooting, just to give it a more hmm. realistic feel to it. Why torture yourself for a shit movie? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Dedication to your craft, I guess. Yeah. And Bruce Willis also originally wanted Ludacris to play the role of Eddie. Okay. That would have been more understandable. Probably. But I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't hate most stuff. I think he's, a, he's actually well, a good actor. I don't actor. hate him either. Yeah. I just didn't like how yeah. Had he changed he his talked. voice? Yeah. yeah. Had he just kept his regular voice? Would have been fine. Yeah. Because there's plenty of other movies I like him in. Like the Italian job, I loved him in. Yeah, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. He's of great. Of course. In. Yeah. Be kind, rewind. Even that movie was okay. Yeah. So this it wasn't one bad. just, I don't, I don't know why. And apparently there is a Wilhelm scream in this. I'm sure there was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, immediately following the bus tire being shot out, you can hear the classic Wilhelm ah. scream. So, um, yeah, just a few uh, little trivia for you. That I think is going to wrap it up for this first half. All right. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a quick little break and come we'll back, back with the b-side stay tuned what's up guys this is aaron coming at you with another random recommendation today i got a book for you debut author sierra schwartzlow's the house on valley street uh, here's a little description for you facing a sudden family tragedy and yearning to make something of herself 25 year old sophia wesley commits to investigating her mother's haunted childhood home and sharing her findings in a novel of her own Sophia's quest leads her to an attractive young shop owner and a terrible secret buried away for centuries. Uh, this is a really good debut um, by Miss Schwartzlow here, and it's definitely worth the check out. Um, it's available on Amazon for digital and purchase, and soon will be coming to bookstores near you, hopefully. So yeah, definitely go check out The House on Valley Street. That is my recommendation for today, and hope you're enjoying the show. Oh, I didn't see you there. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the B side. <laughs> you didn't see anybody there because we're on fucking audio. Oh, <laughs> uh, see, that's that's an original way to bring it. <laughs> yeah, it was. It doesn't make much sense. No, it but doesn't. Yeah. But 
but we laughed so that's yeah. all that matters <laughs> yep <laughs> all right welcome back to the b-side um i'm gonna use all that okay perfect today's b-side flick is a movie 2003 film that was randomly picked by my mom yeah. because this was the only one she had heard of <laughs> <laughs> she's never seen this movie i can guarantee that well, me neither but thanks gavin's mom for picking <laughs> yeah. it yeah 2003's House of a Thousand Corpses, yeah. written and directed by Rob Zombie. Yeah. Starring Sid Haig, Karen Black, Bill Mosley, and a couple other people. Sherry, Sherry Moon. Moon. Um, Chris Hardwick. Oh, yeah. Rain Wilson. Rain yeah. 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 So those, are, those are the names you will recognize. So. Oh, what, Goggins from Justified? I never watched Played one of the cops. Oh, yeah, he was one of the cops. I knew I yeah. recognized him from somewhere. There's a lot yeah. of people in this fucking movie. Yeah. Rob Zombie got a little pull on this one. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. This was his director, directorial debut. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. So. Let's see if it was a good debut. Yeah, let's yeah. let's check it out. All right. So we kind of start out with a midnight feature creature show. Dr. Wolfenstein's creature yeah. feature show. And then it cuts to a commercial for Captain Spalding's. Museum of what? Was it like? Murderers and Mad Men. Kind of like when you're basic, like... It's your roadside attraction. Yep. Yeah. They serve um, fried chicken and gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we see this movie takes place in 1977. Yep, uh, on October 30th. Halloween Eve. Yeah, so the Devil's Night. Ooh. Ooh. Not the Devil's Night. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of see, like, uh, what what's going on. Well, they we're at his uh, Spalding's. Yeah, Spalding's talking with the customer. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't write down any of the shit they were saying. No, it's just raunchy and just fucking. Yeah. yeah. Bunch of, you know. I love Captain Spaulding's character. Yeah. He's, he's just out there. He's awesome. Did you sit on the DVD menu at all? A little bit. And just listen to him? Yep. <laughs> it's fucking oh, yeah. hilarious. Yeah. The DVD menu, by the way, to everybody has like a million Easter eggs if you go playing around. I'm probably going to go check it yeah. out more. So. Yeah. It's fun. But, so yeah, they're talking. Customer goes to take a shit. Yep. And that's when two dudes bust in. Yep, two Fucking grabbers. Got gats ready to pop a cap. Yeah. What are they? They have masks on, right? Yeah, one's got a little monkey mask, and the other one's got a ski mask. Okay, yeah, that's right. And uh, they kind of hold up the museum. And. Uh, yeah. But Captain is. He just talks shit to He him. is completely yep. defiant the entire time. <laughs> Come on, you motherfucker, do it. Fucking shoot me or yeah. some bullshit, yeah. Yeah. Um, He's just making fun of him the whole time. Fucking put your hands up, and he lifts both of his hands with his middle finger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was awesome. He's like, I'm going to count to ten, and then I'm going to, you know, splatter your grease paint and brains all over the wall or whatever the fuck. He's like, one, fuck you. Fuck Two, <laughs> fuck <laughs> your mother. <laughs> Three, fuck your sister. <laughs> um, but yeah, then this big-ass creep in like a big head mask pops yeah. out and just kind of... <laughs> bust in the fucking front door and axes the shit out of oh, this yeah. dude. Before that, though, one of the robbers was like, he held up the guy that came out of the bathroom, and the oh, ba- yeah. dude in the bathroom like knew exactly who he was. Yeah, You're a little, uh, little Dickies kid or yeah. something. And he like pulls his mask and goes, shut up! And he's like, god damn it, put your fucking mask back! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, the robbers get taken out yeah. by this big head mask dude. Well, he axes one of them, and then Spalding pulls out a gun and gats the other one. Oh, out, right? yeah. yeah. So taking care of business yeah we cut over to our lovable group of tourists yeah our, yeah. our teens our teens they were supposed to be teens well I, I guess 70s yeah. teens I guess yeah. yeah 70s teens they um, look older yeah 
Jerry and Bill. Yep, Jerry and Bill. Jerry and Bill, played by Chris Hardwick, super fat Chris Hardwick, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Rain Wilson, who you probably don't really know the name, but you'd know the person. Yeah. Dwight from The Office. Dwight from The Office. So totally shocked to see him in this movie. Yeah, this has got to be around the beginning of his career. Oh, kind of. for sure. Well, beginning of getting popular, anyways. Yeah. So, but yeah, for any fans who know who Chris Hardwick is, like, I, well, how would you not know who Chris Hardwick is? If they're not, if, like, techie or watching Comedy Central. Or watching, or like, watching, 50 shows. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, he has a talk everywhere. show about... Yeah, he yeah. does a lot of shit. He's got a podcast. Yeah. Talking Dead, Talking Who. There's a show called Talking now that's just... Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. He hosts At, At Midnight. Midnight. He's a stand-up comedian. He used to host Singled Out back in the day. Right? Yeah, he does yeah, a so. lot of shit. But this was when he was, like, fat and slobbish. Yeah. Yeah, you've read his book, so I'll, I'll let yeah. you tell the story about how he... Well, I can't really tell the story. It's best to read a book, but this is a low point in his life, I guess. Yeah. He's, like, just chubby, and I, I yeah. didn't recognize him at first. Yeah. I really, literally have written down, holy shit, Chris Hardwick is a fatty. Yeah, honestly, I didn't know it was him until I fucking read the book <laughs> years after I watched this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, it's him. What I was like, wait fuck? a minute. I never realized that was him. Yeah. Well, we are certainly glad that he did get his life turned around because yeah. I love everything he does. Yeah, he's he does awesome a ton dude, of shit. So. He's awesome. But so, um, we both saw him. Yeah. Yeah, we went to that show together. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. It's good times. <laughs> Best part of that is when he told the fucking guest to go fuck themselves in the face. Because <laughs> <laughs> they asked if he banged Jenny McCarthy on yeah. Singled Out. And he's like, eh, go fuck yourself in the, the face. face. <laughs> Just, yeah, it was great. Uh, anyways, back to his so, acting yeah. in this movie. Yeah. So, um. They're they're with their two girlfriends, Mary and Denise. Yeah, who are in the back? You don't really see them right away. They stop at the gas station, and yep. you know, they're, uh, Jerry goes in the look at that shit and comes running out to me. He's like, "Oh my god, you gotta come and check this shit. Wake the chicks, yeah. get the camera, let's go." Because <laughs> they're like on a cross country tour of like roadside, and yeah. off the beaten path attractions, or like, writing a book or something. Right? Yeah, finding like biggest balls of twine and yeah. you know shit like that. World's largest rubber ducky. Yeah, <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> Yeah, they go into Captain Spaulding's museum, check it out, and they end up taking the murder ride. Yeah. Which well, first Spaulding fucks with them a little bit. Yeah. Looks like he's about to get pissed and start beating them. <laughs> like I said, he's awesome. You think those hicks are fucking... <laughs> All this shit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they go on this murder ride, which is literally just a fucking cart being pushed by this big oaf motherfucker. Yeah. It's like if you went to like a carnival, like a shitty yeah. carnival, and went through the haunted house. Yeah. That's exactly what this is. Like the tunnel of love, almost kind of, but like, more murdery. Yeah. But the haunted house, yeah. not the tunnel. <laughs> I never really did haunted houses. So. Oh, were you a huge pussy thing. growing up? Pretty much. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> I could see it that. Was never my thing. <laughs> yeah. No, but they go through. You see a bunch of serial killers as they're going through, and then they get to the local legend, which is Doctor Satan. Doctor Satan. <laughs> They learn about him, and Jerry gets fucking pretty amped. Yeah, he gets, like, a huge fucking murder boner for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, like, the... What's it? Spaulding tells him about, uh... He got hung up on a tree. Yeah, just down the road from where their yeah. asses are sitting right now. Yep. Yeah. And Jerry wants to go there. He's, like, begging Spaulding, like, tell us where this fucking tree is. So he gets, like, a shitty map. Spaulding eventually caves. He's like, okay, okay, here. Let's go down this road. Take a lap, blah, blah, blah. Yep. And they go. Uh, Denise calls her dad first because they must be on her way to her her dad's house. Yeah, who lives outside of Rugsville, where this takes place. Yep. And we keep hearing on the news about these uh, five missing cheerleaders or whatever. They can't yeah. find them, who just happen to be missing in the same little area where they're at. Yeah. Oh, um, it's funny when uh, <clears throat> she's talking to her dad. There's a missing poster in the back. I don't know if you noticed it. Mm-hmm. That said, "Missing dog's head." 
Really? Yeah. Oh, I missed that. That was... Which, fun fact, I guess that was an actual, like, thing from New York. Really? Like, an actual, like, missing thing that was up. Oh, my God. Yeah. Help me find my dog's head. Yeah, it's pretty fucked wow. up. So, yeah, they're, uh... So they go to see the Dr. Satan tree. Yep. Um, it starts raining, and they end up picking up a hitchhiker. Yeah, they see her on the side of the road. They're like, well, we can't leave her out there. Well, you could have. Yeah, you could have. could have. Yeah. She's fine. Yeah. Um, but they pick her up, and they're like, we're trying to find this tree. And she's like, oh, yeah, I live by there. I mean, it is fucking pouring out. Yeah. She had an umbrella. Yeah. And short shorts. Yeah. She'd have been all right. You're a horrible human. <laughs> <laughs> You're bad at peopling. <laughs> well, let's see how the rest of this movie goes and then see if it was a good idea to pick her up. Uh, yeah. See? So they pick her up. Her name's Baby. <laughs> yeah. Nobody puts Baby in a corner. So then we have these... Uh, this happens throughout the entire movie a bunch of times, these effed up little cutscenes. Yeah. It's so it cuts to her, like, in a bedroom somewhere talking about how it's okay to kill certain people. And it's all, like, discolored. Yeah. And, like, psychedelic and shit. Yeah. It just didn't get... Home movie-ish. Yeah, didn't get what the sense of them was. Yeah. Um, so they're driving down the road, and we see someone in the woods with a gun. Yep. And they, like, shoot out their tire. So they get a flat tire. Aaron looks like he's sucking a dick right now. <laughs> <laughs> totally not, yachting. though. Uh, yeah. Uh, baby says, oh, yeah, my house is just up the road here. Um, like, my brother's can... got a tow truck. Yeah, I'll go get him. So Bill goes with her. This... Instantly, I noticed this chick's fucking wacky. Well, yeah. Her laugh, she's just like... She sounds like a little girl. Yeah. Very. She's like, creepy. I, insta- I thought, after a few scenes of her, I thought this was the person who did the voice for uh, Lollipop Chainsaw, the video game, for any of you who have played it. It, it, it isn't, but it totally sounds okay. just like her. But, uh, let's see. Now we cut to a scene of Otis terrifying cheerleaders <laughs> in some house. Is it another one of those weird, like, cutscenes? Oh, yeah. Where he's just ranting. There's only three of them, though, right? Because there's, there's five missing, and he's only yeah, got three he's of them got there. Three so you're like, there. oh, where are the other two? Thank yeah, who, who knows? knows? Let me go back. Baby and Bill reach the house. Yeah, and it's the same house they just showed. Yeah. With Otis in it. So it's like, okay. She's got all these dolls, like, fucking hammered. And yeah, she's, she's like, like, used to just beat them until their heads popped off or something. used shit. to cut off their heads and arms and staple them to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Door's locked. I'm gonna go around back. Stay here. Yeah. And then we have our first jump scare. One of many. Yeah, where Bill's just sitting there and she, like, sneaks up behind him. Like, yeah. you ready? And freaks him out. Yeah. Know? They do a lot of those where you can tell when it's gonna happen, too, because it goes completely silent. And it's like, oh, okay, they're gonna do a jump scare. Yeah. <laughs> and boo. Yeah. <laughs> Very loud. <laughs> Let me cut back to Jerry and the girls. They get spooked by another jump scare. Yeah. and But it's just the, her brother in the tow truck. Rufus. Picking him up. RJ. RJ. I didn't catch his name. So well, they know. said his name's Rufus Jr., okay. but we call him RJ. Okay. Yeah. Um, he picks him up, takes him back to the house. Um, more of these weird-ass cuts. Jerry and the girls get there, so now everybody's Oh, kinda... these are the naked jump cuts. Yeah. With Sherry. Oh, yeah. We forgot to mention, in the opening, titties. Very opening. <laughs> Yes. When they're doing, like, the music video opening. Yes. This is the house made of sin or whatever. Yep. Okay. And there's more titties throughout the whole movie. Oh, there's titties throughout the entire movie, but... Plus one for me. That was the first point of it. So. But, yeah, everybody gets reunited at this house, um, and this older lady comes in. She's obviously the mother figure. Mother Firefly. Yep. She's just as weird as Baby. Yep. Yep. 
they want to call out, but there's no phone in this house. So, yeah. They want to call Denise's dad. Yeah, but, but she's like, we don't own a phone. There's no one around here to to talk what, to. You know what does she say? Like flap jaw or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one around here. I want a flap jaw. With. Something southern. But shortly thereafter, it's dinner time. Well, they they say it's going to take a couple hours for the car to get ready, and then yeah, they go to dinner, dinner. and that's when we meet Tiny. Yeah, fucking mankind. <laughs> He's got the mask. <laughs> He's yeah, got the mask on looks just like mankind. But yeah, Tiny just this big, deformed-looking guy. Yeah. So, which that that's a guy that you know from other movies. Yeah. I know him from the movie Big Fish. He's yeah. I don't know what disease it's called. Probably giantitis. <laughs> well, it's something like that. Isn't didn't he was like especially deformed. Yeah. But uh. Didn't, like, Andre the Giant have the same thing? Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think what it was called. It's where your body grows faster. And yeah. And you just die because you can't... Your body just keeps growing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Which sucks, but... Yeah. Get some parts in movies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we find out why he has this mask on. Um, She's talking about how her husband, or his father, yeah. just decided to go crazy one day and burn down the place. Yep. And, and the fire started in Tiny's room. Yep. And he pretty much got burned, so and he yeah. doesn't hear so good anymore. So, before everybody gets to dinner, we see Baby up in her room playing with uh, two of the cheerleaders. Yeah, she has the other two. Yep, one of them's dead. One of them's alive. <laughs> yeah. The dead one's just kind of laying there, like she's been dead for a while. Yeah, like she's like clearly looking blue. And then everybody comes down to dinner. Grandpa's there. They got their dinner masks. Yeah, which. What was with the dinner masks? I didn't get it. I don't know. It was fucking Halloween and they're fucking psychos. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why are you questioning? Was psycho, though. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. fucking crazy. Like shoves food in his mouth. That's showtime. Yeah. Well, fucking before that, Otis comes down and yeah. kind of gives him a rundown of uh, Dr. Satan. Yeah. Jerry keeps asking about him. Yeah. Um, he's like, well, I bet you'd look in a... Stick your head in a fire if I told you you could see hell. Yeah. You wouldn't even know there's a devil sticking out of your ass <laughs> saying, Ooh, looky here, it got me a live one. <laughs> I used to quote this movie with my roommates back mm, nice. <laughs> Don't forget the, the even more creepier part. What does Otis bring down to dinner with Yeah, him? He's, he's got a fetus in a jar. Baby in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to put this right yeah. here. And Mother Firefly's like, Oh, this is a special night. <laughs> I'm so happy. It's just Creepy. fucking weird, yeah. Yep. So after dinner, it's showtime, and uh, Grandpa does comedy? <laughs> yeah, it's like they all go to like some room where there's like a stage. Yeah. And Grandpa's talking about eating out people. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> pussy this and pussy that. And, mm. yeah, and, and ah! <laughs> a lot <laughs> of that. Sam Kinison-esque, I guess, if you want yeah, to Yeah, very it. Sam Kinison-esque. Yeah. Shh, gotta be quiet or you'll wake Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> And then Baby comes out, she's all dialed up, does this uh, dance. A Betty Boop song. Is that what it was? Well, she literally goes, boop, boop, bee doop. Oh, I must have missed that. Yeah. Okay. During her song, so oh, okay. I'm guessing. I mean, it could be something um, else. Then I have Denise almost starts a fight with her. Yeah, Bill's bitch is a bitch is what I wrote down. Because she was doing her seductive dance and oh, sat yeah. down on Bill's lab and yeah. she jumped up and like pushed her down and yeah. started calling her a whore and shit. You fucking whore. You're a lying ass whore. Lying ass whore. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And right at that moment, that's when RJ comes in. He's like, car's ready. Yep. <laughs> so they go to get in their car and take off. They take off, and Bill's got to get out to open the gate. Yeah. And Bill gets attacked. Yeah, at that point, the scarecrows on the side of the fucking thing come down and beat the shit out of yeah. him with a baseball bat. <laughs> he just turns around and just 
catches a fucking line drive right to the fucking yeah, face. Yeah, it's pretty fucking brutal. Yeah. Um, and Jerry tries to come out and help, but he gets beat up too. Yep. And uh, basically Tiny and Otis capture everybody. Yeah. Um, it was funny because when... <laughs> I know this is stupid. But... <clears throat> but uh, when Otis goes up to the car, he like rears back with his baseball bat and they mm-hmm. cut to a scene of in the car, the girl's screaming. And they cut back and the windshield wiper stopped. Because they didn't want to run the windshield wipers while he was beating it with a baseball bat for some reason. Okay. In continuity, it bothered me. But it's oh. just weird that that... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why would they care that much about the windshield wipers of a car they're beating the shit out with a baseball bat? Maybe because they were salvageable. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. They had fucked up windshield wipers when they showed the car <laughs> later. Yeah. It just seemed I weird. Know, I didn't notice that. but Yeah. I guess. I've never noticed it until I watched it again. Hmm. Today. I can see how it could bother some people, though. He's <laughs> like, wait a minute. The windshield wiper stopped. No point. This movie sucks. It's all fake. Jump. It's totally fake. God damn it. <laughs> I was believing it up until now. <laughs> so, yeah, they uh, get taken back. It's Halloween the next day. Um, yeah. Didn't we cut to Denise's dad? He calls the cops. Well, uh, first we see RJ takes the car away, and then we see the oh, dad yeah. calling the cops. Yep. Because uh, Denise never made it last night. Yeah. And he hasn't heard from her, so... Uh, and he's an ex-cop, so he's got some pull in the police yeah. department. So the cops are... The copy talks, she's like, yeah, we'll send some people up there to take yeah. a look. So he probably just got stuck in the mud. Yep. So, um, now we cut to uh, Otis, Otis, torturing Denise. <laughs> got her tied up. Yeah. Bill's tied up, too. And uh, we see some old, shitty, like, home movie footage of... Yeah, another one of these weird cuts. Yep. Otis and Baby just kind of cutting Bill up. Yeah, chopping off his hand and... And they turn him into fish boy. Yeah, because Otis has been working all night, and he's like, here he is, fish boy. Yep. <laughs> and they bring him to Denise, because Denise is all asking, where's Bill? Yeah. What'd you do with Bill? And then they, like, pull back the curtain, and then there he is. They, like, made him into a pretty much like a merman. Pretty much half fish, half Bill. Yep. <laughs> Just a little statue. Fucking weird. Yep. So um, then we cut back to Captain Spaulding's, and that's where the cops show up, and they talk to him. Yep. And he's still a dick, but a nicer dick to them. Yeah. yeah. Well, he knows they're cops, so he's not going to fuck with them that right. bad. He fucks with them a little bit, obviously. Yeah. Wasn't the shirt he had, didn't the shirt he have on something like uh, disrespectful to police officers, too? It was, uh, it had pigs on it. Yeah, it had a pig, a pig and like a, a cop hat. cop hat. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember what it said, though. <sighs> but it was just kind of funny, little, little yeah. background funniness there. And then we cut to another one of these weird psychedelic fucking yeah. thing where Bigfoot fucked my wife. <laughs> I have it was like a dream of Mary too. Like it was Mary yeah, it was cutting it. between her going to Doctor Satan's grave mm-hmm. and uh, this couple talking about he did lurid and lucid acts to me and my wife. <laughs> Fucking Bigfoot. If I find him, I'm gonna kill. Him. <laughs> and then they have a jump scare with yep. Doctor Satan's grave, mm-hmm. which makes Mary awaken and she's yeah. tied to a bed, dressed completely different. Yes, with a painted face. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of creepy. Tiny comes down to eat some cereal. Yep. Did you see the cereal? I didn't see the name of it. No. no. Agatha Crispies. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And uh, he just he's eating it, and uh, he's just kind of getting a scoop of cereal and smashing it against <laughs> his face. It's like a big dummy. <laughs> yeah. But uh, she Mary's begs like, to let, get let go. And he's like, Ooh. and Ooh. like unties her. Yeah. And she just kind of slowly creeps out of there, but not before Otis can fucking catch yeah, her. Yeah, no. of course. So Otis looks her, 
or locks her up, throws her in a cage. A cage with like a bunch of like mutant people. Yeah. Which I don't know where the hell they came from or where they went. There's just a lot of like random people that showed up yeah. in here. So especially at the end, you know. Yeah. We come back to the police. They end up finding their car. Yep. Um, Open then, the trunk. And, and uh, there's a dead chick in there with trick or treat carved into her body. Yeah, but before that we see Jerry tied up with baby. That's what I have. Uh, well, Jerry was tied up and she like asks him or like cuts and starts cutting his hair. Okay, yeah. And yeah. then ends up like cutting his scalp off because he answers a question wrong. She asks who her favorite actress is. Yeah, he said Marilyn Monroe. He's like, mm, nope, Betty Davis, sorry. <laughs> and just like starts ripping his scalp yeah. off. And then we cut back to the car. Then we, yeah. yeah. That's when they find the dead body in the car. Yep. Mutilated cheerleader, naked. Yeah. Hmm. So, more tits. Yeah. Even though they're dead, dead tits. Dead tits. <laughs> more tits. A tit is a titty. A tit is a titty. Otis, uh, we cut over to Otis. He's playing knife darts with Jerry. The scalpless Jerry now. They have him, like, tied to a wall. And yeah. he's sitting with Grandpa watching the monsters. And they're throwing knives at him. Yep, throwing knives at him. Denise's dad comes out to meet with the cops because they say we found your car and stuff. Um... Fun fact, I don't know how I recognized it, but the guy who played Denise's dad yeah. was old Matt Damon from Saving Private Ryan. Oh, yeah. This entire time, I thought that was literally just Matt Damon in fucking makeup. <laughs> no. No, this is literally this, this actor, so I don't have his name here offhand, but uh, I was like, that looks like old Matt Damon from Saving Private Ryan. It's funny, because oh. his actual name is old Matt Damon. Really? Yeah. Oh, uh, Yep, There's there it is, <laughs> right in the credits. Yep, old, old Matt, Matt Damon. <laughs> and we just keep getting more of these stupid psychedelic cuts. Yeah, weird negative shots. Yeah, yeah like, like, that's why I could describe them as psychedelic. Like, yeah. they reminded me of, like, the acid trip sequence from 2001 Space Odyssey. Just different tints, and, the, like you said, the negative screens and stuff, so. Um, but the cops arrive at the house. Yep. Uh, the Sheriff Whitell goes to question... Mama. Well, he goes to the front door. The other cop and the dad go out back. Yeah. And this house... So this house looks like something straight out of American Pickers, almost. Oh, yeah. This like is a, like... A more fucked up version of American Pickers. Hoarders. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but Sheriff Fidel talks to Mama. The other guys go looking around back. And they're, um, like, opening shit and going through fucking sheds and shit. Yep. They end up... We get a jump scare with a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Cheap one. And then they find a shed with more mutilated chicks. Yeah. And, and Denise. Denise, tied up. Hanging there screaming. Yep. Um, and that's when uh, the... They bu- cut back to uh, White Owl White talking Owl. to Mother Firefly. And he gets called over the walkie. Yeah, so he turns his head and she pulls out a gun and blasts him right blasts there. Blasts him right in the head. And then doesn't... Uh, Otis shows up and shoots Dad. So, yeah, um, the dad gets shot yep. while he's running away. Yep. And then and you then see the other cop just freaked out. And you he- see Otis, like, coming out of the woodwork with a gun. And just, like, gets him to down on his knees. And this was, like, a really long, oh, yeah. drawn-out shot. They finish out the song, and they have, like, the longest execution ever. Yep. Yeah, like, I literally thought the movie paused. Like, my <laughs> disc froze. First time I saw it, I thought that. And then you're just like, bang, oh, oh, oh they're still going. Okay, yeah. okay. But that whole scene was all in slow-mo. Yeah. With this, like, old-ass Fallout-type music to it. Yeah. Fucking loved that part. It was really good. And the shot was nice. Yeah. So. Mm. Then we cut to Red Hot Pussy Liquors. Oh, that was the best name for a fucking <coughs> porn and liquor store. Yeah. <laughs> Pussy Liquors, like liquor, like... Yeah, the, liqueur. Liqueur, liquor. yeah. And they're just loading up on fucking booze. Yeah, Baby, baby and, and RJ. RJ, yep. Otis comes down to the family. Well, they have, yeah, the Halloween party. Yep. 
And um, yeah, Otis is uh, dressed up. Yep. With as some skin. Denise's father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cut his face and his chest off. Straight up Buffalo build him. Pretty much. And he's doing like this, I don't want to call it a poem, but it's like... A little sonnet. That's kind of, yeah, it's, that's a good word for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, who brings the devil's bread? <laughs> Tell me, who's your daddy? <laughs> and he goes right up to Denise, right? Yeah. Because uh, Denise, Jerry, and Mary are all tied up in these bunny costumes. Yeah, hanging from the middle of the living yeah. room, pretty much. And he goes right up to Denise and just freaks the fuck out of her yeah, with her daddy skin. kiss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Really disturbing. Yeah, it is. Because the skin is, like, really, like, they did a really good job with that yeah, skin. Yeah, the mask looks good. Yeah. The family ends up walking them out to the woods, kind of. To yeah, just, they like, go to uh, do their, like, ceremony at night. They throw Jerry in this coffin. Yep. Does it Mary or Denise that runs away? Uh, Mary. Mary, yeah. yeah. Mary runs away. Um, or wait. No, Denise runs away. Denise runs away? Yep. And then Baby chases her down, yeah. Okay. Then I have every... Every part of my notes from here on out is wrong. <laughs> yeah, because Mary, they even say her name. Because I thought Denise was the one that gets trapped in the tunnels. No, that's Mary. That's they Mary? say her name. Okay. I know that for a fact. Okay. Um, that's why I wrote it down. <laughs> so Denise, Denise starts running away, right? And they have the one of those fucking weird-ass fucking cuts again yeah. where Otis is talking about how hunting human is like hunting rabbits. Yep. And then he goes, run, baby. rabbit. Run, rabbit, run. Run, rabbit, run. Baby. Just, yeah. baby goes chasing after her. Uh, Denise stumbles into this, like, graveyard, just a bunch of crosses. Yeah, like, a lot of crosses. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, maybe a thousand of them. Yeah, this, ah. is, this is clearly, uh, like, makeshift. Yeah. They're, they're not professionally. Yeah done it's yeah. like the fucking cemetery outside of vet clinic just toss them in the ground and stick a stake there pretty yeah. much so but uh baby ends up catching her and stabs the fuck out of her a lot yeah. <laughs> she stabs her a lot i stabbed her in the face with a fork oh my god i know <laughs> it was so much stabbing yeah and she's oh she was telling some story too as they were running yeah but she's smiling and laughing all the time <coughs> yeah. and just like licks the blade a couple times very too, sadistic know. yep this is like psychotic a, sadistic yeah i don't know something for rob zombie to jerk off to later probably <laughs> oh, my wife yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um denise and jerry mary and jerry get lowered into this uh coffin lowered into this underground <laughs> and then their coffin immediately ripped open by these like ghoul looking motherfuckers well they drop down this like voice or this recording of something which like attracts all the sewer mutants yeah. to like fucking <laughs> rip the coffin rip apart them up, um, and mm. take Jerry right away. Yep. Mary gets away. She just starts wandering these tunnels. Um, and then she sees Jerry or what she thinks is Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually just an old guy in a bunny costume. Yep. Cause who that makes sense. Proceeds to steal her bunny costume. <laughs> yep. And she's back in that little, uh, little costume that she was in before. Oh. Yeah. See, that's why I thought it was Denise, because I thought she was the one who was in the costume. I'm pretty sure. Well, I have, at the Run, Rabbit, Run, I have Mary dead, but then later on I have Mary fight. <laughs> I think it's Denise that survives in the tunnel. Maybe. I think. I Who knows? They're one of the chicks, yeah. They're the same person, pretty Women. much. <laughs> Dude. Dude. Anyway, as long as I got a vagina and can make me a sandwich, you're all the same. Dude, dude, dude. <laughs> Kidding. You know how many Kidding. viewers we just lost? Kidding. Uh, viewers. Kidding. How many listeners? Kidding. So, yeah, they take her bunny suit. Kidding. No, no, that's true. They take her bunny suit. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That, yeah, they do that, yeah. 
and she wanders the hallways for a bit down like a hallway full of bodies yeah it's just like a skeleton hallway yeah just kind of cool looking she gets to this one point where there's a big door surrounded by skulls and another sewer mutant opens the door for her yeah and inside we meet dr satan dr satan the real dr satan yeah prior to that we have otis and the family coming to that graveyard and otis just looks badass by the way Oh, yeah. He's got, like, this long-ass, like, robe on, and he painted his face up all He looks exactly shit. like the cover, well, almost exactly like the cover of uh, Lords of Salem. Lords of Salem, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, she comes into this little chamber, meets yeah. a badass-looking skull and bone chamber. Yeah. That chandelier. It's like, uh, fucking in France or whatever. Oh, yeah. Catacombs. Mm-hmm. Wherever the fuck they are. Yep. Venice? No. Paris. Paris. Yeah, I think it's Paris. Yeah. But, yeah, she meets Dr. Satan down there. Who's working on Jerry. Surrounded by that was like Doctor Satan, the guy cutting into Jerry. Okay, yeah. And then who is this other motherfucker that comes out? The professor. Okay, that's the, what he's called. It reminded me of the video game Metro. Yeah, I've never played seen, it, but I've yeah, seen the previous. cover art. Yeah, this is the cover art. I'm like fucking Metro. Okay, weird like gas mask. Yeah. Fucking. Yep. And yeah, Jerry's just being poked and prodded at and shit. Yeah, and they're surrounded by because Doctor Satan's lore is like he took a bunch of mental patients and he's trying to create like superhumans out yeah. of them. So there's all these, like, you know, put in eating, like, braces yep. face dudes, like, sitting around Dr. Like Satan. looking at her, like, hmm, hmm. Big smile, mm-hmm. like, half-eating mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, <coughs> Otis and the family are having this ceremony in the graveyard, or funeral or something. They some finish shit. up their ceremony. Yep. Denise gets help busting back through the tunnels, because uh, the professor, like, acts as one of the doors open for yeah. her. This guy, he's like fucking nemesis and fucking... Resident Evil 2, mm. except stupider, because <laughs> he's bad at swinging. Oh, yeah, terrible. Because uh, she ch- she starts running back through the tunnel. Um, there's a really nice framing shot with her face. I did not like that shot at all. You didn't like That's, that? Originally, that was the one shot I hated in this movie. Really? Because it's I liked so it. superimposed. Oh, it's right. so badly done. I hate that shot. <laughs> I loved it. They like used her face as to make a frame for him. In the background. Yeah, I, the concept of the shot is great, but there's still, it just didn't work for me. Oh, man. we we'll agree to disagree I would have rather had a rack focus. Okay. I mean, maybe show her real close up, nice and crisp, and you see a blur in the back, and yep. the rack focus yep. fucking professor. Either way, I think it would have worked. I, I liked it this way, too. It, so. w- it just looked fake. It looked like they... A little bit. Superimposed her face over another shot of fucking my professor walking in the back. I can see that. But Which I is, I think, what they did, because... Yeah. It's just jarring to me. Yeah, I liked it though. I thought it was really cool. Um, so we'll agree to disagree there. So. Well, I see what you're saying, but you're wrong, and I hate you. So. <laughs> okay. All right. That'll just go into one ear <laughs> out the other. All right. I'll just wash this venom out of my system later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good person. I'm a good person. <laughs> so, so there's she another little chasey. <laughs> um. Yeah, and where uh, that professor dude takes a swing at Denise. Yeah, another horrible swing. <laughs> Just knocks out, like, the main support behind yeah. the tunnel. Essentially gets a fucking collapse on himself. Yep. Um, he pretty much dies. Denise is, like, knocked out, but she comes to later. Yeah. And, and she finds her way out. Yep. Through the ground. In the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. And uh, she's just kind of disheveled, lost, disoriented, whatever. Finds her way to the road and sees a car coming. It's, it's Captain Spaulding. Captain Spaulding. Hmm? Off of work. And he picks her up. Says, oh. You look like shit. 
I know you. There's a lot of people looking for your eyes. And he kind of like takes off towards town. She kind of just passes out. Yep. And uh, last shot we get is fucking Otis popping up in the back back seat. (laughs) He kind of stabs down and they cut to her waking up again in Dr. Satan's lair. Yeah. (laughs) Being worked on. Yep. And then there's the classic, the end. Question mark. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so, and that is where we end. That is House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. So, I guess it's up to me, though. You, you start on this one, All yeah. All right, I like I always do. Um, this was weird. Um, yeah. never saw, I've never seen a Rob Zombie film before. Oh, wow. Um, I'm sorry nothing against you had to start with this one. No. <laughs> well, what better way to start with his debut? You know? Yeah, I guess. Nothing against Rob Zombie. Like Rob Zombie, I think he's an awesome dude. But just never have gotten a chance to sit down and watch any of his movies. Um, but kind of a lackluster debut. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's not terrible, but those fucking cuts all yeah. through the movie were just weird. You lost track of a bunch of shit. Yeah. Um, Very jarring. Yeah. Um, the gore in here was really good, though. The makeup, that like the, like you said, the, the scene where he cut off the face of Dad, that was really well yeah. done. Um and just it, it is creepy. It's meant to just kind of make you feel like, Ugh. And yeah. It does. It does do that. So, um, and Sid Haig is Captain Spaulding, favorite character of the movie. Yep. Favorite character of the movie. Um, and even Sherry Moon, zombie, whatever. She was just Sherry Moon then, right? Yeah. Yeah, she was yeah. labeled as Sherry Moon. But she was creepy. Like they, oh, yeah. they did a good job of helping, oh, yeah. getting the creepiness factor to it. Um, uh, overall, I'm gonna give this, I think, a six. 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 Um, it's not terrible, but I, I'm uh, from what I've heard from you and other people. I know Rob Zombie's probably done better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hopefully, I'll be able to find out just how much better here next coming weeks. Maybe even next episode. Yeah. Maybe even next episode. <laughs> Who knows? But yeah. Um, all in all, not a terrible movie. So definitely check it out if you if you get the chance. So I'm sitting sitting on a six. All right. Um. Originally, I went into this and. I mean, the first time I saw it, I didn't like it at all. Hated it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... <clears throat> there's a few things that really bother me. It's just the whole music video aspect of it. Yeah. Because it felt like he was kind of leaning into the music a little bit too much with this for me. Yeah. And that's what all those cut shots felt like. It felt like you're going to a whole different scene. Different shit's happening. They reminded know? me of the fucking... Uh, what the music video, the more human than a human video. Yeah. 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 And that's why I feel like that. And that's what bothered me a lot originally around the first time around watching this and you know the gore is awesome the storyline could be better fleshed out but you kind of know what's going on Mm -hmm. i was really teetering on a six or a seven for this one and i think i'm gonna land on a seven because i enjoyed it a little bit more this time sure i mean especially after watching devil's rejects Mm -hmm. and that movie's fucking amazing okay and we're going to be doing that next week. So, okay. <laughs> oh. spoiler, spoiler, I'm probably going to have a good reviewer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, I'm landing on a seven. This is a, it's worth a watch. It's still not as good as some of his other stuff. And yeah, yeah. I think it's safe to say that if you're looking for a good movie to watch on Halloween. Oh yeah, this is totally this is something. Right up your alley. This is something you could throw in at a party if you got a bunch of people sure. over and just play it in the background. Yeah. You know? It's, it's, it's something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Let's see what uh, IMDb gives it here. IMDb agrees exactly with me with a 6.0 okay. out of 10. Um, Round Tomatoes, though. little uh, difference here between the tomato meter and audience score. Tomato meter, 19%. Wow. <laughs> audience score, though, 65%. So 
So yeah. kind of a little difference of opinions there. Um, so maybe if you haven't seen this, check it out. See what you uh, see what you think. So we got some fun facts for this one here. There's plenty here. Oh, there's a ton of them. Um, there's uh, more than one instance in this movie where you see a poster for two missing young boys. The boys on that poster are actually pictures of Rob Zombie and his brother, the lead singer of Power Man 5000, as children. Yeah. Oh. This was actually filmed in 2000. Yep. But it wasn't released until 2003. Um, let's see what else we got here. The house that they use <coughs> is the same house used in... 1982 movie, The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Yeah. Um, this is actually uh, Dennis Fimple, or his grandpa Hugo in this. Yep. This was his last film, and he uh, died of heart disease before it came out. Mm-hmm. So. And uh, that's why a lot of his scenes were filmed with him sitting down. Yeah. He was pretty sick. There's a funny thing that uh, at the end of this movie's theater run, it's theater per average gross was $666 per theater. Ah. <laughs> um, let's see what else we can find here. Um, if you're a true film buff, uh, you'll notice that a lot of the names, or all of the names of the family, are from Mark's Brother movies. Like Captain Spaulding is from Animal Crackers, and yeah. Rufus T. Firefly is from Duck Soup, Otis Driftwood is from A Night at the Opera, I mean, so on and so forth. Oh, okay. But they're all Marx Brothers films. Nice. Um, and just one other thing here. Otis's and Baby's Bizarre Rants during their little home movie segments are actually inspired by the Manson family's home movie rants. Yeah. So take a lot of inspiration from some real-life real, real life creepy shit. Yeah, which uh, they talk about the Manson family in the beginning of the movie. They do. Chris Hardwick's talking about, yeah, these Manson chicks are yeah. kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> And those mm. scenes were all filmed after the movie was done filming in Rob Zombie's basement. Yep, that was the other <laughs> which, one I was looking which for. Which is creepy. So, yeah. If you've ever... That's some... I wish they would still replay them on MTV. If you've ever seen the episode of MTV Cribs where they go to Rob Zombie's house, okay. his house is amazing. Yeah, I've never seen it. Try that. and look it up on YouTube if you get a chance. It's you know like a 10-minute clip, but it is basically a fucking museum of old-school horror films yeah the entire house that's pretty cool yeah it's so cool like you'll turn a corner in a hallway and there's like a full like model of the creature from the black lagoon nice it's a a cool house if you definitely get a chance to check it out yeah but i think that's gonna do it for today yeah i think that's it yeah we're gonna wrap it up i know gavin's got some dinner he wants to get to hell yeah so uh, we'll uh say goodbye to you for now hope you enjoyed the show goodbye yeah. <laughs> but uh, first, if you are enjoying the show, oh yeah, some, all that uh, stuff, all that, all this fun stuff. <laughs> How yeah. to contact us? Yeah, um, you got any questions, comments, or, uh, recommendations, anything, anything and everything? Yeah. Uh, hit us up on Facebook. Search movies from A to B or at MFab Podcast. Uh, we're on Twitter at MFab Podcast, and hit us, shoot us an email, mfabpodcast at gmail dot com. And please, again, uh, the way we get noticed is word of mouth. So if you could. You know, tell a friend or go on iTunes or Stitcher and leave a review with a five-star rating. You know, that helps mm-hmm. us get noticed so we can make this podcast better with every episode. Yeah, most definitely. Like, share, subscribe, like always. Yeah. It's the best way to get us out there. So, if you can do all that for us, that'd be great. And yeah, we'll oh, keep putting out quality content like this. Quality. Yeah. A++ quality. Yeah. Yes. So, with that being said, we're going to call it a day. Hope you enjoyed the show. As always, signing off. I am Aaron. And I'm Gavin. Take her easy. Bye.
Next week on the Infab Podcast, we track down Amazing Amy and Gone Girl. And then we meet up with Banjo and Sullivan with Devil's Rejects. So until next time, that's a wrap. Cut.